0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hey, soap fans and true believers. While these may be the days of our lives, and the longest ones at that, we go back to my favorite soap, General Hospital, with superfan and voice actress Susan Eisenberg returning. We discuss the flashback episodes they have been airing and what our predictions are for the hospital Sudser when it ultimately returns. As far as the actual return date, rumors are now August 3rd as they were set to start this week, but it has been delayed again. I do hope they go back to showing flashbacks rather than the last few weeks of episodes because it's hard to keep that habit when it's something you've seen so recently. But for now, enjoy Susan and me discussing the good, the bad, and the sunny. this is believe in soap operas i'm of course lucretia lyon and i have one of my favorite guests back miss susan eisenberg wonder woman herself
0: Back to talk about
1: daytime <laughs> yeah because you know we just love it and we come from a different perspective than I think than most fans because you know we come from more of the creative the actor writer side as well and it's like so so we I feel like we can talk about it in a different way than some other people that might just be be fans of the show and to me it's like my fandom is what led me to doing this and doing comedy because again like I say soaps are fun. Was that sort of like you too? Is this your love of soap sort of what led you to be a voice actor?
0: Um, You know what? I can't say there's a direct correlation, although why not? (laughs) But, um, you know, I just think the acting, the yummy, wonderful, I mean, I think we all remember, well, I shouldn't say that because I'm of a certain age, but I remember when Karen on One Life to Live, you know, had that huge court scene on One Life to Live. I remember, you know, there are these incredible moments of acting that stay with you, whether it's Sonny and Brenda or, um, you know, like there's Jessica's, you know, Ryan's Hope, whatever it was, and also the writing. And you just think, oh, God, that you know, I want to do that. Whatever form I'm going to do it in, I want to do that. And um, so I'm sure the performing piece, is directly related, but uh, I don't know if it was specific to voiceover, (laughs) except I love doing radio dramas, I can say that, so I guess that comes from soaps, but it's just, you know, I have just such respect for the medium, it's so hard not watching them right now, um, and not having that daily fix of my soaps, Um, even when they're not perfection, it's still such a joy to see those characters, and so I miss seeing the characters, I miss those people,
1: well and that's ultimately it what you know you do as an actor is create a character or even as like a comedian as well it's creating a character and who does that better than soaps and i know you brought up the radio dramas and i'll be doing one forever in a day and we'll see how that goes in you know this climate but it is one of those things that it's like that is the origin of soaps and how like they started was not a visual medium and there right. was so much more involved in that just like there is you know with voice acting and it's interesting to see how stuff has evolved and now sort of in a way devolved back to the vintage uh, you know for lack of a better term
0: Mhm absolutely yeah and i mean uh, you know we've talked about this i think at the heart of it all is the story the storytelling and and Obviously, the characters who are telling those stories, I mean, if you didn't have a stake in them, if you didn't care about them, you wouldn't move forward. But once you care and once you have these brilliant stories being told, you really need so little else. It's, it's exciting for locations and all of that, but you don't need it. And um, like some of the best scenes are just two people talking in a kitchen over a cup of coffee. And that if, moss. You're interested, <laughs> if you're interested in what they're saying and what they're talking about and you love the characters that are speaking, oh, God, I mean, it's just glorious, right?
1: Yeah, and that's the thing is like it's these characters that we've grown up with where it's almost like family and I think that's ultimately what Soaps do best is have that familiarity and that's why it's so hard to see them not have new episodes these days but I do feel whether you know as we were discussing off mic like defining classic like and General Hospital is playing more recent, but they've even gone back as far as 2003 with some of these theme weeks. And, you know, Y&R and Bold and the Beautiful have the ability as, you know, they're owned by the Bell family to kind of go deeper into the vault without as many hassles. And that's been great there. But I kind of like that everybody's doing a different thing. And I think I've said that before. But yeah, like, like, do you mind that the classics of GH are not exactly the same as the classics of the CBS soaks?
0: Uh, you know what? I really think that... F- I, personally, I love seeing it from way back. I don't need it to be yeah. 50 years ago, but I love seeing... Like, when we saw from 2003 and 2004, you see the beginning of Sam, you see Jason as this young guy. Um, it's just so fun. You know, I love seeing Robin and Brenda. Um, God, seeing Brenda with Sonny and all of those wonderful stories. It, it I just... I don't really need to see four or five years ago. Um, I don't think that General Hospital has done that well by its storytelling. I don't think it's at the um, you know it, at the peak of its powers right now, if, if you ask me. So I don't really need to go back a few years to see something because I've already watched it, and frankly, I wasn't thrilled by it even a few years ago. But when you go back and you see... Um, all these characters, and honestly, like when you see Emily and you see Dom, Dom you know, yeah. that reveal with Sonny, uh, you know, Dom being Sonny's son. It oh, so good. I mean, it, oh, it was such great storytelling, and Olivia had all that wonderful sudsy stuff to play, and it makes you appreciate that so much, and it made me a little sad for what we, we lost. Because I think they, we talked about this last time, I think G.H. made a huge mistake in killing off the Georgie, the, you know, Emily, the AJ, yeah. the, like, yeah. the Tony. Like, we they just obliterated, you know, all these characters, and then you can't play the history with them anymore. And it's so sad to me, because I think you said family is the core of all of this storytelling and i think generation um that fit into these stories is really what sells it and i think soaps like as the world turns with the hughes family i mean they did it better i think than you know douglas Mullen i think they did it better than anyone really um but but we used to have it too on gh with with tracy and monica and alan and and edward and Lila, and it was just beautiful. And then when you had the grandchildren and the great grandchildren, it was lovely. And you know, a few years ago, I remember watching GH and like they had like three pictures on the mantle. And I'm (laughs) thinking, really, who's doing the set design here? Because they've got like a gazillion family members. Um, And why aren't there more pictures on the mantle? So I think that you know we lose a lot when we lose these families, and I get it that actors leave, and it's hard to recast, and recasting is so tricky anyway. Um, but I think think twice before finding that body, because if you find the body, uh, it's it's like it's really dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As I always say, though, like once they brought back Jesse on all my children, all bets were yeah. off. Like anybody could that's have been true. brought back. And and that's, and that's what I'll say is like, like I was watching uh, the episode today and yesterday she was also on some of the more positive pieces of the recent gh is donna mills as madeline reeves i loved her as a villain i've always loved donna mills play misty for me is actually one of my favorite movies like and like i think that was her you know debut i believe uh and or jessica walters too is the villain oh so great but this isn't great yeah and like i was so happy to see madeline again and i'm like you know what she could come back uh, we didn't really see the body. It's easy to believe she would fake her death, and who knows? Maybe Valentine is involved, maybe not. But it, it's one of those that I'm like, that was a good, you know, tie back to like soaps of yore, and a woman that just would fit so well, and how, her being Nina's mother, her relationship with Michelle Stafford, like I'm like, that was a good thing that I just wish we could see more of, and and they could bring her back. But like you well, say.
0: With with Nina trying to figure out her daughter, I mean, it yeah. makes all the sense in the world. I wasn't a huge fan of this the, of Donna on the show with with that. It um, it, it didn't feel or, that story though. Nina didn't feel organic to me. I just felt like way too much time was was spent on that character that had no specific ties to anything, and I just didn't think it was well thought out. And in, in, what what I thought was brilliant about Nina was Michelle Stafford. Yeah, like the fact that she sold it to me, um, was like, well done, Michelle. And also now with Cynthia, she's brought her own piece to it, but I did not like the character. And I thought the pairings were all like, it, you know, I, I loved her with, um, Roger. Yeah. And I thought that was Like, you know, yeah. the two nutties who were just fell in love and were outsiders. I thought that was great. But again, the actors sold it because, um, and I love Look at me. I love Donna Mills from Knots Landing. I'm a huge Knots Landing fan, but no, didn't love that. Because again, I didn't think the writing was there. I just felt like it was all over the place with the character and the evil and, and her sister. It just, it just felt so convoluted. And, but I think if you bring it back with some real purpose, you bring her back and there is a connection to now the grand to her granddaughter that could be
1: brilliant. Yeah, and that's the thing, is I feel like with Nell being revealed as Nina's long-lost daughter, this is perfect time for Madeline to come back. And we would see her with Cynthia and see how they play off that. Because I do think that, at least in the last year or so with General Hospital, they're making strides in the right direction with certain things, like bringing Taggart back and making him uh, Trina's father and sort of bringing in that history there. Because, again, another character, we hope isn't dead, dead, but... Then we had like I don't know. The...
0: Do, you, do we do we think Taggart's dead? yet? I don't think so. I loved so. him being back. I loved it. I thought it yeah. was great for the history, um, and he fit into the other characters. And meanwhile, he dies, and the new character, his wife or divorce ex-wife, yeah, stays on the campus, which made no sense to me. Yeah,
1: but... I, I really think they miscast uh, Brooke Kerr, and they should have made her Gia instead, and that would have been great. Like, or really sort of like mischaracterized, I would say more because that would have been great. Taggart's sister who has a history with Nicholas who was back and you know making her Trina's mother and then you know maybe just be Taggart's sister and since there's already that backstory with Curtis who I really like Curtis and I like that we have him more involved and I do feel like in terms of representation General Hospital is doing some of the better work these days but yeah and so that's why I like look at that and I look at the new quarter main living room and like the sets that there seem to be in Investing in the sets again. Yeah. And they seem to be investing in the quarter mains again with Brooklyn and Ned and now we we have another ELQ fight coming with uh Valentine. It's like okay, okay, we we're getting into like a bigger canvas again instead of just the the usual Sunny Jason, Carly Sam stuff, which is great. I kind of like them being more on the sidelines because so much of it tends to focus on them. And as we saw with these weeks, I mean, they are the main four. You get that for to, you know, a degree. And a lot of those episodes were great but yeah to me the biggest surprise of the classics was when they did the metro court and they should have actually just done the whole thing but it was in the carly and sunny week and i'm like wow the metro court hostage you know the introduction of sebastian roche oh, as uh, jerry God, jacks so, so good. good so good so
0: good and you know funny aside i did a comic con in australia and new zealand and sebastian was one of the guests And I had to hold it together when I met him. He's so so sexy. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's just like, there is Jerry Jack. (laughs) You know, like, everybody knows him from Supernatural. Oh, yeah,
1: because Balthasar is the best.
0: I knew him him from General Hospital. So I was just like, oh, hi, Jerry. (laughs) You know, it was just crazy. Anyway, I agree. Like, the Metro Court was such brilliant storytelling and so good, and I think you're right. I think they are now, I think they are with the set design and all of that because you really feel it when the attention's not paid to that stuff. Because you turn on Young and the Restless, and you're like, wow, they spend so much more money and they spend so much, they give so much more attention to all of that. And the viewers appreciate it when I'm in, like, when I'm like again, when I'm looking at an empty mantle at the Quartermay Mansion, it jumps out at me. I'm like, that's not the quarter, like that's wrong. Like why aren't there, it's, why isn't it flooded with pictures of Lila, of Edward, of Tracy? You know, that's what a family has. You have pictures on a mantle. You have a fireplace. You, we love, I mean, I love the modern look, but again, I think, you know, there's a part of me that really just appreciated how old school it used to look and hearthy. And I, I, I love that vibe on soap. Um, especially when it's been established. But listen, I mean, what do, what do we think about the Corinthos kitchen?
1: I love it because the moss. the moss stuff is funny, and I love that it's, it's become this funny. big joke. It's a beautiful set, too. Beautiful. I know it's even one of my virtual backgrounds on Zoom. Like, I downloaded all the General Hospital ones, and I'm like, I've got to do something funny with this Moss bit. Like,
0: <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they they did a great job with that. Great job. Now, one of the things about the Flash V other the old episodes the classics you know what i really like appreciated seeing was the romance between sunny and carly
1: yeah like i will they say so yeah
0: sexy and fun and like there was like a series of flashbacks to their relationship and they would like have sex scenes and love scenes and flirtation and it was like dramatic and sexy and fun. and god i haven't seen that I mean, we talked about this last time. When's the last time you saw Sonny and Carly and anything that... It's like they're roommates. There's no vibe there. And, like, what? You know, you have these two beautiful characters, beautiful actors, so talented. They can sell anything. I mean, why not give them a little cha-cha?
1: yeah that, that's something very lacking on the show is like actual romance and i do wonder i mean certainly with the new guidelines how we're going to get back to that but um we'll see but i will say like seeing Tamara Braun back as carly you forget how her and maurice had the best chemistry out of uh, all the carly's and I, with, yep with laura i was actually more happy to see her with jacks like and i'm like do. yeah
0: i love her with jack but yeah. they're not they never played that. I, I, We talked about this last time. I yeah. think she and Jax have way more chemistry than Cynthia and um, and Jax have. So yeah. uh, Nina and Jax. So I thought, like, why didn't they take advantage of that triangle? There was already so much tension um, between among the three of them. But they didn't play it. So, okay. So if you're going to commit to Carly and Sunny, give them something to play in their relationship. I mean... There's just, you know, we never see Donna. (laughs) Yeah. Donna. We had to endure that entire pregnancy. For what? Yeah. Donna's never on screen. I mean, we see more of the moss than we do of Donna. What the heck?
1: I always say Donna's the pickled Lila of babies. Like, why did we do that? Like, like, was it necessary? I mean... No having morgan be dead their one child that they actually had together was kind of good and to me it sort of should have shown them how toxic they are and and what their relationship does to their children but oh no we get a baby and and that was sort of what i liked about watching these episodes is that we saw sonny and carly for who we know they are as longtime viewers they are not heroes in a way. They may be the main characters on the show, but they are very complicated people. When Sonny shot Dante in cold blood, that, and the way he talked to Christina when she was in therapy and about, you know, Claudia and things like that. It's like, this is the Sonny that we kind of like. Like, we we know he's bad, but we he's so interesting. But nowadays it almost seems like, you know, for lack of a better term, they whitewash them. And I'm like, wait, no. And that's why when Carly's all judge and nail, I'm like, Hey pot, that's kettle. <laughs>
0: right, and I see that on on Twitter a lot. You know, yeah. people people are actually feeling sorry for yeah. Nell, and you yeah, know, things are bad. Yeah, I do. Um, do you like that Nell was revealed to be Nina's daughter? Do you like that reveal?
1: I like it. I didn't so much like the rewrite of history. I, I did enjoy the flashbacks uh, with James, Patrick Stewart, and Cynthia. Like, yeah. like those were fun, and I thought Eden did great, but the the sort of changing of history, like, she knew before, and it's like, no, only Luke knew, but okay. Like, I, I don't mind that Nell is Nina's daughter.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think they, because I think we talked about this last yeah. time, do you think that they knew from the very beginning that Oh it no was way. going to be now? No, me neither. Yeah. Me neither. I really thought it was going to be the teacher.
1: Yeah, I'm um, glad it's not. But <laughs>
0: yeah, no me too. You know, it's funny because I see on Twitter that a lot of fans don't enjoy the foursome. They're oh, yeah. not feeling any heat from the foursome. Um and when you when you watch old shows, the classic shows and you see Georgie and Dylan, Yeah. Yes, Dylan, why aren't they bringing Dylan back? Yeah. I mean,
1: Yeah, I really I, liked I, Robert Palmer Watkins as Dylan. I never understood why they just didn't have him stick around or they could yeah. bring him back. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I heard. I I heard a couple of things about that, but I'm not sure, so I'm not going to say anything. But but like, if you're going to not have him on, then have somebody on, um, because I think the character was a great character for the you know for yeah. the younger set, and he's connected. I mean, you know, Trina and Joss and Ham
1: are great. Yeah,
0: and, well you know but Trina and Dev yeah like to me what like who are they connected to who are they
1: yeah at least we have Trina like developing this relationship with Ava having her be tied to Marcus and you know now probably Curtis too Uh, like that character too has sort of been slowly introduced over time and I don't necessarily mind that when it's like you know what we like this actress we're gonna sort of reveal more here and I think that the little triangle between her joss and cam is cute and i'm like i, I I'm think, like I yeah
0: i don't think she has any chemistry with cam like i think she and ava are lovely like, i like love that, that yeah. relationship i love it but i don't think she and cam and they kind of dropped the ball with cam and uh joss, joss like, i
1: didn't understand that i was like they're kind of destined to be together and that would be right? funny like you know especially for carly <laughs> yeah
0: no i think it would be you know so cute but not you know not so they're not playing it so much and Dev really didn't bring anything to the table yeah they so so, should have
1: made him brenda's kid like that's where they missed the boat was like you know a grown-up alec or whatever like i'm like he's probably the right age like
0: Although that would really not fit into the story of him being from Turkey. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, talk about a rewrite. Oh, um, yeah. But again, like, the teacher
1: and Michael, I know people. I, yeah, I like Michael. I I like I, Chad as Michael. He really... I it, do. Yeah. But he I, just I mean, doesn't really have that much chemistry with either one of these women. He has way more chemistry with Chase. And it's, it's funny. Uh, today, I was a little shady. And, of course, I didn't tweet this because I try to always be somewhat decent. But, like, wasn't it quaint? looking back at Michael and Sabrina who I didn't think had that much chemistry either but they sort of grew on you and now it's like I, I like Sasha. I mean, I could do without Willow because we just had too much of her. Uh, right. Like, yeah. but it's one of those things that it's like, eh, on either one. But Sabrina, while introduced as a fairy tale princess, kind of like Willow, she eventually grew into a character, and and then you know, strangely, her and Michael eventually worked. And 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 to me, people are way more outraged of about the foursome that doesn't work than both Michael's women of color just either were murdered or disappeared out of nowhere like rosalie i really liked her he had the most chemistry with her and i'm like that's sort of uh, a <laughs> odd
0: well i what's so surprising to me about michael is also how much he's not like i know michael corinthos is a serious guy and he's you know he's jason he's, 2.0 <laughs> but he yeah. don't play his humor and from what i understand about the actor um, the actual person, he's so funny, and he's such a prankster, and he's darling, and you don't get to see that much of Michael. He doesn't seem multi-dimensional on the show, and I wish they would play that a little bit more and use Chad's real personality and let that play like bleed into it
1: more and and they really do that with a lot of other actors like especially when you see Roger and Ken together like as Franco and Scotty that's a lot of who they really are and you can tell and that's why it works so well and but that's what they did to Ryan Pavey who was Nathan when I met him I was shocked because I'm like wow you're really cool and interesting why don't they let Nathan be (laughs) like but they would never give him material
0: right well, and you saw him progress. I mean, I don't. I don't think he was a strong actor when he first came on. He was so stiff, but then, my God, by the time he had some time under his belt on that show, he was wonderful. And oh, I yeah. Was, you know, and oh, can we just talk about Maxie and how much I love that character? I love Max.
1: Yeah, she's a great character.
0: She's a great character, and I love her and Mac. It's so weird that like they they bring Mac on and then they then he's gone and. They bring Mac on, and then he gets to play some stuff with Robert, and then they're both gone. And it's just like. Yeah, I wish no there was more Mac like just bring them on and have them be a presence i think fans love them both being on
1: and at least they're yeah i i agree i like that they're involved with laura and jordan in this you know storyline and i will say like that i hope it stays when it comes back because it's like we've had them more involved making robert the da and bringing mac back into the police department was a good thing and and too when you're watching these old episodes like today's was uh holly shows up because it was like one of the anniversaries i think because uh, uh, the hilarious uh ava character of denise DiMuccio and i had to do a little bit as denise uh because it's like it was ridiculous a lot of it but it, this episode was like a good choice because okay. i'm like okay we see holly and we've got this story about lucky and ethan being kidnapped and i and i kind of remember like oh we only really get to see ethan because jonathan wasn't available at this time but but we're seeing a lot of episodes with him and and you're like wow we really need these characters back. Holly, we've had some mentions of her, and Lucky. Sorry, Lucky is much needed. Yeah,
0: Lucky's tough. I gotta say, because what do you do with Lucky? What do you do with Jonathan not being available? What do you do with, um, uh, we talked about, you know, Sonny and, um, and Carly's son. Yeah. What's his name? Brian oh, is not oh, available. Morgan, bra- yeah. You know that he, you yeah. know, because he went on to do other things. Yeah, it's so great. And I, I'm like thrilled when actors, you know, get an opportunity. It's fantastic. But what do you do? I mean, you know, some people like they recast Nicholas, which is not
1: easy to do. No, and so I think Marcus these- is great. But like, it is funny. Like, we have a lot of potential with Nicholas because we have this good actor, and he has chemistry with everybody. But like, they just weren't playing it. And no, you're seeing a weren't. lot of how like Nicholas was involved in a lot of these you know more classic episodes and i'm like yeah we need more of that like nicholas took elq from michael when he had avery and you're like i was like oh yeah i totally forgot about that because it was like a blink and you miss it thing
0: yeah it was so sweet seeing like nicholas and emily just all these characters these just beloved characters i loved emily I, I, I love Nicholas, and I love Tyler, um, but I, I do love the the new actor playing him. I don't remember his name. but Marcus Coloma? Ter- yeah. Yeah, he's terrific. I mean, I, I think he's terrific, and he does have great chemistry with, you know, all the, with Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I mean, I love yeah. her. I, I love seeing Becky. I mean, I think she's just, you know, it's a great cast and so talented, and it just frustrates me when it's not uh, what I want it to be. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I do feel like we that maybe I know because I always try to look at the bright side of everything. I know you're so damn positive. (laughs) I I know it's hard because yeah, as as I say, it's like don't tweet. Wasn't it quaint to see Michael and Sabrina? because it's like yeah the 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 foursome just well and it should be a twosome uh chase and michael they should have just gone there make one of sunny sunny's kids gay i mean brad was into michael maybe he knew something michael didn't know (laughs) i'm like we we could do something like that
0: although it's a little late i mean michael's how old and he certainly (laughs) would have realized he was gay about a decade ago
1: but you'd think um, but he did get shot in the head you know maybe he's a little slow yes okay
0: yes there you go that's how you explain it
1: believe in soap operas is sponsored by simply safe simply safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24 7 order online just open the box place the sensors and plug it in now your home is protected around the clock it's that simple Simply Safe. That's S I M P L I Safe. Head to SimplySafe.com/team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's SimplySafe.com/team.
0: So what would you say? I I don't follow Twitter soaps as much as you do. So what would you say is like the big obviously people are missing the soaps and people are wondering what's going to happen. But what would you say is like are a couple of the big stories out there on Twitter regarding daytime?
1: my thing is is like like soap twitter is one of those things that i even quit kind of live tweeting with the show because it's like it all becomes like yeah wasn't it so much better or like and i'm like we all kind of know like but we don't want to get to make soaps great again guys <laughs> like right, right i mean because it is what it is and they have smaller budgets and you know i wish abc would give half the budget they give the bachelor and all that crap to the soaps but you know i'm not a producer <laughs> or right an executive Right. Man, uh, But it's one of those things that most people, I think, just can't wait for them to come back. I don't see a lot of people looking um at not coming back. And that's the good thing about a lot of these classics and why I try to continue to stay engaged. Because you can't break the habit. And, you know, it's good that they're having stuff and really trying to go in the vault. And I think, you know, General Hospital will do better, you know, once they have a little bit more. And hopefully, you know, continue to pick, you know, good, you know, moments to kind of give people, you know, jazzed about what's to come and that the fact that they do have all this time to write and hopefully maybe get themselves out of some holes maybe do a time jump we'll see because it's one of those things that you want to keep people happy but like at the same time you can't pander and you have to work with what you have and what you have sometimes isn't what people want because those people like you say some of these people aren't available but yeah I mean and it looks like you know Production was supposed to start mid-July for General Hospital and The Young and the Restless for next week, but they've already pushed that uh, another week. And, you know, with the reclosures in LA and everywhere else, we'll see if that even happens. Because, yeah, I do feel like they need new episodes by the end of August just to you know really keep people and I will say the CBS ratings are doing well with their particular reruns and I think General Hospital has stayed fairly consistent it's sad that the one show that is airing new episodes is still at the bottom days
0: wow I didn't know that wow that's so interesting
1: yeah but
0: it also speaks to how much nostalgia plays into this I mean I think soap fans are always somewhat nostalgic yeah I think it's the nature of it looking I mean it's just it's you know every um you just think back and you just love the old stories and you remember them so well and who played them and and what they were about and you just so that's inevitable that we're all going to feel nostalgic for the classics again 2014 not I I wouldn't put that as a classic. Um, (laughs) But, but, wow, I think that's so interesting about Days. I didn't know
1: that. Yeah, I was surprised when I just happened to see that article.
0: Maybe they should pull out some bow and Hope from
1: their vault. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I've been trying to watch Days and keep up with it, uh, because, you know, there's a lot of people I like on there, like Brandon Barash, or, you know, Wally Kurth, you know, was pulling double duty, so you're seeing, Mm -hmm. at least we still get to see Ned, (laughs) right? Yeah, right. But, yeah, like, Greg Vaughn, I think, would do better going back as lucky if they couldn't get Jonathan. I mean, we all want Jonathan, but I would be fine with Greg Vaughn coming back just to kind of have like a, a Spencer, a, another one if in, if they can't get like, you know, the, the second Valerie more. Because I was like, I remember liking that character. I thought Brittany Sarpy was great. And, you know, the recast seemed fine. We just didn't see much of her. And, you know, it's one of those things that yeah with days it it's almost a little too real in my opinion in one way where all the really like dull moments of just people talking and going on like the little interview and I guess that's maybe why they call it the days of our lives is those little things are so long so I lose interest and then there's like one big thing like oh my god uh hope grabs the bomb and runs out but that's like two minutes and then it goes back to everybody just talking over and over and I'm like is this the show <laughs> like is this how this I works you know I love the talk talking
0: scenes maybe I should tune in yeah I have not watch days you know I'll be honest I haven't watched days in such a long time because, um, you know, it just, it felt, uh, it, it, it didn't feel like my soap anymore. I mean, I'm really old school with days of our lives. I mean, I, I grew up with it. So like Beau and hope were like the thing for me. Um, and I loved like Julie and Doug and all of it and Maggie. Um, but it kind of, yeah, went I like into Maggie. A different I love Maggie. Um, but it kind of went into a different area. And I just, I lost interest a while ago and I just never they never got me back Um, not that they're looking for me (laughs) I think they're doing fine without me but they never got me back but you know I I would love for General Hospital to come back with a renewed sense of who they are and what they want to do and play their history more I mean I, you're right that they shouldn't pander, but at the same time if across the board Yeah, there's are, are telling yeah. you play your history and we love it when you have like, you know, generations on and we love it when you have the Scotty and the Lynn, you know, Lynn Herring. Yeah. And, you know, and, and like Laura and um, her husband. Yeah,
1: Kevin. I John. love Kevin. John Lindstrom. I-
0: John Lindstrom is so wonderful. And they don't play them enough. They don't play that relationship enough. And Laura's like showing, like, as the mayor, she's just involved with everything. And, um, you know, every murder and every Like, oh, God, I hope they abort storyline with the the, you know the bad guy the new bad guy in town
1: oh cyrus i actually really like the actor but i'm not sure why yeah
0: he's great he's a great actor but he's great and i don't want anyone to lose their job because he's he's a great actor but no I don't want to watch
1: Cyrus. I yeah, just, they should have I mean... dug from history because there was a lot of other mob ties that could have gone. Because I honestly miss the Zakharas. Like, again, seeing some of these quote-unquote classics, I'm like, the zakaras were a great family. I feel like killing Claudia off that early was a mistake. Like... Well...
0: Yeah. Do you really? Did you ever feel like the Jerome family was like an actual crime family? They, I don't think they ever sold that yeah,
1: really well. They, it, it's funny, with Julian and Ava, and they, they tended to do this, is like, I feel like those characters came on initially big and bad and, you know, like they were just dastardly evil and that was great, And but we really like Mora and Will and so they <laughs> wanted to keep them around so they kind of just sort of watered them down and like, I don't necessarily mind them being out of the mob and i feel like them sort of being in it and then kind of going on to other things sort of made sense for their characters so i felt like that they sort of wrote okay but yeah like i don't feel like they're a mob family anymore
0: no they never really i I, it was it was always with all the You know, with all the mob heaviness on the show, I never felt that they had a really good foil for Like, you know, back in the day with Frank Smith and all of that. Yeah. It was so good and dangerous and gritty. And I never really felt they recaptured that during the Sunny storylines all that much. I just didn't... There was never... I never felt like they had a really good adversary, and one that you could buy into. Alcazar
1: was pretty good. <laughs> that's true. Idea. That's true. But he wasn't. Alcazar yeah. was
0: good, but he wasn't yeah. a family. There yeah, was,
1: like, th- they always missed the boat with his family. It's like you know, it's like we could have built this family, but like Sage was boring. Diego, again, they killed him off so soon, and then brought him back to kill off our favorite characters like Georgie and Emily. <laughs> oh God, that was.
0: Terrible. I was
1: so mad. Like it, there were some great scenes, like especially with Spinelli on the steps, like but it's like we didn't deserve that, no. No, that was horrible. And
0: Georgie, he just you know, yeah, no, no me no likey. Um, did you watch were you ever an As the World Turns fan?
1: I didn't really watch any of uh those subsidies that or Guiding Light. Like I'm familiar with people on there, but uh especially like the actors that are now on General Hospital and other A B C stuff, yeah.
0: They just did, you know. The locker room just did. Alan just did a um, a reunion with Mara yeah. and, and um, Jack. Jack and I'm so getting all confused. I'm thinking Ava. No, yeah, Carly, Carly. I think,
1: and that's Jack what's and funny Carly, is her character Carjack. was Carly. Like yeah. right,
0: Car Jack was their their you know sweet name, and I'll tell you, for an As the World Turns fan, um, that was so sweet watching the two of them and seeing them interact again and talking about those days. It was just, it was so sweet. So any fans listening, check that out because that. I mean, for me, I, I loved them on As The World Turns and watching them together. You know, Mora is just such a power. She's such a force. She's so good.
1: Yeah, like that's the thing is even with the ridiculous Denise DiMuccio, it's like she was having a good time in that bad wig with that gum. And so I hope she does not take offense to my impersonation. (laughs) Because it was all in good fun, too. No, and she can just pull (laughs) up anything. But
0: like she and Michael Park, when they were on As the World Turns Together, you know, they're just. Yeah, Michael Park is
1: great. Like I've seen him in a lot of other stuff. Yeah
0: he's so good and the two of them it was like magic you know it was that once in a while a soap finds magic and um you know the actors fall in love the audience falls in love and it's really it's so special so when they you know when the locker room had them on and it was just two of them boy was that that was such a treat for for As the World
1: fans. I will say what Alan's doing uh, with the locker room and all these reunions like it's really renewing an interest I think and I, I do hope that this shows people that at it- it least at the very least since PG&E uh, could probably use the money should be selling the-, the old episodes of As the World Turns and Guiding Light to a streaming service at least or like with the Peacock Network coming up I know there's been tons of talk about putting passions on there or like you know with ABC and One Life to Live now that you have Disney Plus Plus, and they're owned by it, why not put those archives on there? And, I think you need to yeah. make
0: a bigger point to that. I think that is such a good... That is so brilliant. You, I mean, you have to make that more of a platform because they need to do that because yeah. people love... I mean, nostalgia. Again, people love watching the old shows and to have it in one place, streaming year to year to year. You know, the fans will go nuts for that. I would go crazy to be able to watch them in succession all there in one place, it would be amazing
1: oh yeah and and I feel like that's what people want and and whatever your show is and I realize that you literally can't get everything but for the most part shows that were popular or certainly the soaps like I love listening to Adam and Dr. Drew and them talking about watching the love boat like now like they're both watching the love boat and talking about it on the podcast which is so funny but yeah because they grew up watching the love boat And, and basically what they're talking about now is like oh my god how problematic is all of this and sort of like into me, like I know this isn't the trend because they keep removing problematic "quote unquote" episodes from things. Which, you know, it's like, goes, no, you're taking away from the teaching moments. And what's more problematic than soaps of your? And to me, it's like we could get these on here. And and yeah, if you want to do the the four words or afterwards for some of the the more problematic storylines, fine. But like people want to see these as they were.
0: Like amen. I mean, absolutely. And I I would love for that to happen that would be great i mean you can find things on youtube and people post them and i i love youtube for that um but you know there's there are years missing there's episodes missing and it's it you know, it's like people taping off of their old, you know, it's their old VHSs. Oh, yeah, my originals. dad had
1: dark shadows That's way, that way. That's how I was able to see, you know, most of that growing up was right. you taped and them. See, yeah.
0: Well, see, I actually watched yeah. dark shadows, yeah. but it was actually on the air. That's, <laughs> all, that's me dating myself. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I used to have all those VHSs and I had all this, sh- like my special shows and, but there's something to be said for like these networks, putting them finding a place to put them on. And we're all home, we're all streaming, and it's like, you know, I mean, there are all these new... new movies and new shows and all this great stuff but boy i'd love to go back and watch some of the old stuff it would be brilliant
1: well and what better time is now when they haven't been able to create new content like they were and to me they were honestly it's great because again we work in the industry i don't want to say too much but like you know a little can go a long way i mean it certainly would have been more popular like in you know certain days but with the inability to make tons and tons of new content with our jobs, like what better time to like give some, you know, back to the archives? Because I know that I find I love watching old TV shows much better than new ones, and certainly when there aren't going to be new ones, a good chunk of like the schedule will be not be until next year.
0: Yeah, and I think like I think nostalgia sells. I mean, I just do. And again, we talked about this last time with the Justice League and trying to get that reunion to happen for our twentieth anniversary. I think that. You know, the fans love that. They, you know, they love having things from the past celebrated. Once again, bring up the locker room. I mean, having fans are so appreciative um, to Alan and to, the, to, to hosting these actors that, you know, we have such a, a relationship with. We feel like we know them. They know that, you know, they know that we feel that way. And um, it's been such a joy to see them. Today, talk and seeing how much they they loved those, you know, being on the program and and how much it mattered to all these actors. Yes, it was a job and a paycheck, of course, but how much they loved the camaraderie and they loved the storytelling. And when you are part of something like that, a great story with strong actors, but there was nothing like it, not for the actor and not for the viewer. Um, it just, you know, that's why you and I are talking about it yeah. now because of those shows that I watched. 40 years ago, 30 years ago. Um, That's why I'm still a fan. Because if I started watching five years ago, I don't know that it would have held me, but because I have such a you know such a warm place in my heart for all these stories and actors um you know i'll i'll be a fan till the end yeah and that's i'm not not going anywhere i'm sticking
1: around and i think that's what speaks to the nostalgia and like like as you see with stuff that's sort of like an homage like stranger things most of us sort of have an affinity for something that we've had since we were kids that's why like soap sci-fi comics these things that have been around and like in some way the same iteration because the Green Arrow that I read in the comics when I was a kid is different from the Arrow TV show, but boy did I not cry like a little bitch when Oliver <laughs> Queen, spoiler alert, dies in crisis. Like, well, And it's right. like, you know, it is one of those things that it's like, it's the character and like, yes, there's different interpretations. That's why like, you know, and, and that's the beauty of being a soap fan or like a comic fan is you can understand that there are different interpretations, recast, actors, but you still have that same feeling and I do hope that maybe now with streaming and that becoming more of this generation that as fans of these things just like my parents and grandparents passed on to me the things they liked like you know soaps and comics or whatever that you know we have a new generation of people because it you know we are an on-demand world and it is what it is but if we have those archives how many people are gonna sit down and watch those and you know that's the beauty of it and these reunions are sort of renewing you know people's interest to where they might go back and start looking at those that they may not have thought of before
0: yeah i mean i, I you know you, you, you got me i w- i just would love it i'm like i think you need to really use your platform to talk more about that yeah it, you know i don't have much of a crossover on my yeah. platform unless i'm talking about you know i mean i, I don't have a lot of crossover with soap fans and cartoons and comic books and animation and voiceover so if you know it's such a treat when i get to talk to somebody like you who is in both worlds because that's very rare um even oh though those are my two favorite things <laughs>
1: yeah
0: right and there are similarities to both of them but again i'll tweet something about general hospital and if i get 8 likes <laughs> <of the laughs> world, I'm thrilled and delighted if I get eight people to, like, you know, sign on to what I'm saying about it.
1: Um, Yeah, because soaps are still a cult following. They had their heyday in the 80s, but who knows? Maybe it's time for them to come back because, like, with comics, it's... People forget. It's, like, now is, like, the big, big zeitgeist for it, but there was a time when Wonder Woman and the Hulk were TV shows, too. Like, you know, and and you had the 60s Batman and, like, there was a Superman content back at that same time. Like, there has been, like like iterations and like we say so the heyday was the 80s but who knows maybe we'll go back there because you know what Alan's doing with these reunions is doing really well and, and I like to see that and I like to see the renewed interest and and these networks would really serve themselves well with these streaming services but with the uh, with the Justice League have you guys ever thought about doing a reunion like like what Alan does like
0: Oh, uh, oh, that kind of reunion. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we're we're working on something right now. Oh, good. Um, Yeah, we're working on something right now to to try to get us all together. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's you say the '80s were the heyday, and they were for sure, and the money was there, and all of this other stuff. But then you think about the storyline with um Robin.
1: Yeah, the '90s when I was watching. Like, yeah, that was some. To me, that was like the thing
0: the eighth storyline with Stone, I mean, and Sonny, and Brenda, and... And
1: Lucky, and Liz, like, you know... Oh, God, yeah.
0: Miguel. Do you remember Miguel? Yes. Oh, my God, and Brenda, and Sonny, and... I mean, it was so good, and so, I mean, I just think for every decade, there, you know, there are standouts, standout stories, standout performances, and, um, you know, I think we're, we're due for some... You know some some great storytelling and drama and all that as soon as we can people can be in the same room together I think you know let's 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 do it
1: yeah because because that's the thing is that that's all people want and and to me it doesn't have to be perfect it's never been let's face it <laughs> like
0: no no it's never been it's no and you have like one story or two stories that are brilliant the other one you're like that doesn't really make sense but who cares? I mean that's the thing if there's good stuff happening we we are a very forgiving audience we are an audience that like you know, if somebody's um, in the middle of a storyline, it's really hot, like on Guiding Light, uh, you know, Harley and Philip, and Harley is pregnant, you know, Beth Ellers is pregnant yeah. in real life. She goes off to, or she breaks an arm and there's a stand-in for her for five days or longer. You're just like, okay, I have to buy that. Beth Ellers is off the canvas. You know, we, we, we are so forgiving in that regard, but don't mess with our history. Don't mess with our storytelling. You know, if that's that I think we're not forgiving. Um, you know, don't rewrite things like with Peter on, on yeah. uh, General Hospital, like we talked about it, it just, it's maddening to me, it's just so maddening that Anna's history gets rewritten, and she has this kid that she never, I mean, that stuff is just galling to me, um, you know, because it shows a disrespect for the history of the characters, and you can create like the long-lost son, and but I think that's Stuff is rarely done well. Yeah, I, I, I
1: just, I just don't think it's done well usually. I, I think it's messed up that Faison has three kids and like people like uh, like Monica, all of her biological children are dead. You have oh, like God. Scotty only has one left, like that's not it's on terrible. campus. Like a Franco doesn't have any kids, but he'll probably have one soon because we. Uh, I was like, as bad as they did Kim at the end, I'd be fine with Tamara coming back. I forgot how much I miss her, and they just need to fix the character.
0: <laughs> well, and, you know, and, and the, uh, yeah, we talked about that last time. I just thought that was so badly done, yeah. you know, her leaving. And, I mean, uh, you know, by by Oscar. I, didn't, I never, ever liked that character. and <laughs> yeah, I thought I they know. spent way too much time.
1: Yeah, there on, was way on too on much. His,
0: oh, my God, on his bereavement. And they missed the boat with, with Kim. And, um,
1: Drew. And oh, Drew. Yeah, I mean, they Billy Miller. the
0: boat, like, so... Yeah, that could have been so yummy and, you know, they're in the Himalayas and, like, they don't have grief sex. Like, what? Grief sex is,
1: like, what they do on soaps. That's how most Uh, babies are made. (laughs) Right?
0: And it was just so wrong. Like, see, that's when a soap is not being a soap and it pisses me off because, like, seriously, General Hospital? Seriously? Come on. Come on. That would have been a perfect opportunity and it would have given some life to those characters instead
1: at least you know, tamra got an emmy out of it and maybe one day we'll see billy on this canvas again because it was nice to see him do a little forward for genie cooper week on uh y and then uh he was in a reunion uh for entertainment weekly did a big all my children thing for some reason and I, i've watched a lot of those those were good
0: yes yeah, i didn't yeah. watch those but i, I actually was an all my children fan so i should yeah. i should go back and try to find them but yeah everyone's doing you know it's uh i mentioned locker room but uh, yeah. you know a lot of people are doing them and i I think it's brilliant. I mean, the, you know, let's let's do it. It's the fans love it
1: yeah because like it's something I always thought but when uh do you remember when Dixie died for like the last time and uh <laughs> he ate the poison and the poison pancakes that was so oh, stupid God. that was like that and was at a time were... where all my children was just like what are you doing like yeah and I...
0: people were enraged I mean the fans were enraged enraged
1: yeah I always thought because Katie McClain is someone who says what she thinks and you know is a woman that steps out of line that's why I love her and that's what makes she... her are great bet. like she in because she's, she's that talented too that she can say mm-hmm. that is that mm-hmm. she spoke up about Tad was the one who buried Dr. Madden alive and that's not Tad that is not uh, you know the Tad the cad that we all love lovable Michael E. Knight and all she said was shouldn't we have a scene where me and Tad talk to our kids about that and why that's wrong and they basically put her in her place and killed her off in a stupid way and it's like wow
0: wow that's just so insane you know and again like i have to give it up to the actors who have to play such garbage sometimes and they they do their best but they're so talented jen landon told
1: me like that katie mcclain could spin uh shit into gold in this acting class where she was my ta because i was like "Ooh, soap opera like let's talk She's like, yeah, like she's like, Katie McLean can spin shit into gold. I was like, I always remember that quote. (laughs) Well, Well, I mean,
0: and because there's, you know, the good ones can do anything, they can make anything believable and emotional and all of it. And, uh, you know, it has to be so hard as an actor on these shows to live through all these different, you know, writers and executive producers and different visions of your character, of your character that you created and helped create along with the original writer. And and that's gotta be so hard. And I, I would be terrible at that because I would, you know, I have a mouth on me and I would, I don't think I could just suck it up and do it. I just think it would be so hard, Yeah, you know, and yet that they have, they've had to do it. I mean, so when Katie or anybody speaks up, like, you know, bravo it's so hard
1: to do that yeah in some writers and producers are receptive it's not to say that that's obviously every case but i do know there is a rich history of writers punishing actors i mean i don't want to mention like any name that came up in the news yesterday uh but he, (laughs) he he had a history of punishing actresses um for things and it's like you know we need to work together because that's when stuff is the best. Because I, I think of shows like or things whenever they were really cohesive or like especially when you have like a cast like Cougar Town is one of those shows where to me everything in it is perfect or Parks and Rec for a more like zeitgeisty type thing. Those mm-hmm. shows everything worked but it was because... Everybody seemed to be on the same page, and I get that with a soap opera, especially, I know with General Hospital, and I don't know if it's still like that, but I know when it was Shelly and Jean, they were in New York. So, like, they weren't in LA where the show was taped, so there was a lot of stuff that there was no real communication at times with actors and writers and you know that that i get you you know actors are you know who they are and you know do have a reputation for you know reason to a degree you know people Mm -hmm. like what they like and they they feel a certain way but you take a show like supernatural where they're allowed to be like you know what i don't feel like this is sam's line this is more of a dean line and that's why that show was on for 15 seasons and i feel like soaps can lose that and and it's one of those that i think if they just sort of work with people especially say some of the the newer writers like with in regards to history you know anthony geary was always very involved in where luke went
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but not every writer you know respected that
0: well i I don't i never think of soap operas as being collaborative ever ever i think you hear that the writers you know you most actors are not welcome into the writer's room and you know they they don't get to talk about story with the writers and, you know, unless there's something really big coming up and, you know, a writer gives an actor a heads up or something like that. I just, I never ever think of it as a collaborative medium. Um, you know, I think the actors are given scripts and told what to do and it's their job as actors to make it come off the page. But I never got a sense that, at least from the people I know, I never got a sense that, you know, they were in there with the writers and working things out with that. I mean, it's just not a collaborative endeavor i i don't you know i think maybe there were exceptions but i think by and large it never was
1: yeah and and i do think that that's sort of always been the case but sometimes Mm -hmm. like we say it's like as much as we like things the way they were then in a different time now and we've had the time being as everybody's off where you could have been doing a zoom meeting with an actor and like working this out especially some of these actors that were have been playing the characters a lot longer than they've been writing the show like and that's no disrespect that's that's actually respect in the other form and and i know because i've been on both ends writing and you know taking a character and acting and it can be frustrating when your visions don't match up but that's why you've got to work Together and not be so one way or the other
0: because it's even as a viewer, it's so crazy making when you see a character that you love do something so out of character, and I don't mean because they're you know have a brain tumor, like Franco, yeah, or, you know, I mean, but like genuinely, you're just like, wow, who's writing this character because so and so would not be doing that, it's just not who, like you were saying about Chad, I mean, so. Listen, I wish we could solve all the problems yeah. right here and now, but I don't think that's going to happen. Do you? I don't think, it, I don't no. think you and I are going to do it, but I think I say we keep talking about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's all we can do is like, you know, they always say like, we need to have an open dialogue. We're having an open dialogue. It's about soaps, but you know, it's fine.
0: <laughs> no, I mean I, I mean, I know I say this to you all the time, but I can't, I can't thank you enough for including me in this because I just, I love it so much. <laughs>
1: well me too yeah daytime i love my
0: daytime
1: i know and and as i say like like there are things that i other mediums that i love as i say like supernatural is almost a soap in itself and stuff but like there is something special about daytime because for the longest time it's been every day of your life like and, Mm -hmm. and it will always be different and that's why we only want the best for it and like you say i mean you know we have to have an open dialogue and keep talking about and to me if you're Criticizing something with uh, a new idea, I feel like that's always a positive. Like, I don't like this, but you know what they should do instead?
0: Right, right. So it's constructive. Yeah, constructive. Constructive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, because I think of these episodes with uh, Michael when he finds out Sonny killed AJ and the the fire that he had. It's like, let's bring Michael's fire back.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, because he should have been way more fired up about, you know, his baby. (laughs)
0: No, I mean, let's just bring Michael back with <laughs> yeah. the personality. Like, hello, uh, yeah. No, we need to have, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. That, that's on. That's on the to-do list. Yeah, Michael Corinthos finds Michael Corinthos.
1: I feel like he should go back to Quartermain. I, I feel like Michael had his best stuff when he was Michael Quartermaine, and it was like, to me, if the Corinthos clan. They have so much, and I feel like Michael being a Quartermain is sort of where he belongs. And you know, no, he, does. Cause, he does because because he's Jason. Everyone... Yeah, he's the new Jason. And that you know, as people go out, like like Arlie, you know, and they have their kids that are sort of who they are. I feel like he's always been Jason's son, no matter what. God, that was those were the
0: greatest when he was a little, lo- like not not the actor, but the, obviously the character. Those scenes with Jason when Michael was a baby. Were some of the sweetest things. I mean, boy, Steve Burton was so good with little Michael. So good. Yeah,
1: yeah. like like it's it, their relationship is is special on the show, and it's I and so I at least special. like that they keep that.
0: Yeah, I think, and I think the fans love it. Like, I think the fans love it when we see characters who have that shared history, have that conversation, or meet in the hospital corridor. You know, I mean, it's General Hospital after all. It, we need to have a lot of business at the at the hospital and just seeing people interact seeing bobby and carly and i just you know all that stuff i mean the fan, it goes such a
1: long way with the fans yeah as i say a little can go a long way uh i really appreciate involving the scorpio's much more like with mac and robert being involved in law enforcement again cuz at least it gives them excuse to be there it's like like lucy with the renewing of deception and sort of involving like maxi and valentine and characters that we that we like and you know taking from history so so i do see oh. the positive trend there with like some but stuff we- and having her yeah
0: But can we talk about Sasha with the cocaine? Did we talk about the
1: cocaine? Oh, no. I don't think we did. Seriously? It's so funny to me.
0: Like, talk about the 80s. What? Why are we doing coke? I mean, what are we... Hello? Like, there is such an opportunity here for, like, an opcine. Yeah, I mean, pills would have problem.
1: made more sense. Like, oh, my
0: God. Because it's and more
1: topical. Like, like cocaine so is topical. an 80s drug. And, you know, as someone who, you know, knows that scene a little bit, like, it always makes me laugh on soaps where it's like, do you not live life or do you think your viewers don't live life? Because some of these things are just unbelievable. Like, it's not as egregious as when they had Valerie say the line about, you know, the bills playing on Thanksgiving. In buffalo and i'm just like no i'm sorry because i'm from texas and it's always the cowboys and the lions no <laughs> like it's not that hard to me come up with 2020 or 2019, are we really doing a coke story? Yeah, because to me, it's not actually a physically addicting drug either. So it doesn't it and that's what I'll say is like not to be, you know, all like, you know, people drugs are fun. But it's one of those that it's like it doesn't fit how it really works either. It's like, okay, like if she was talking 90 miles a minute and like she does it and then it's like, oh, it's fun. I'm going to do it again, but it costs a lot of money and like it doesn't really fit with you know 2020 here it's like okay like pick you know pills like certainly like benzodiazepines are more uh you know topical like every girl i know is on xanax that would have made way more sense to calm down like why why would she do the cocaine <laughs> like it doesn't oh, God. make sense give
0: her adderall or yeah pick, like, just something that's like current and you know could be, could be of use or service i mean it just made no sense and yeah i mean god i just hope they don't revisit that when they come back i well, mean
1: that we do not need to see sasha go down that road well I mean, and sorry. to me why like it didn't make sense because like, like okay like you screwed up with michael and, and i feel like because a lot of our complaints are that her and willow don't have much of a personality or story going on or like with willows it's more too much like but it's with her i'm like but this is the direction you go like and to me with a drug that's not even really addicting or topical like like what what was the point point
0: well see i would never argue that it's not addictive because i think it is but well it's I
1: fun would... but it's one of those that like as far as like physically like as opposed to like heroin yes anything can be psychologically addicting like exercise but yeah well yeah. But i just
0: it just it just, yeah. was, it just jumped out at me when I saw yeah, it. I was like, was hello? Like, no one, I mean, yes, people, whatever. I, I don't know if people are using Coke or not using yeah. Coke right now, but certainly it's not in the headlines. And no. um, for a model brand new and, and, like, it just, like, you know, the little the you know the assistant on the the set who was giving her the, the Yeah the drugs PA giving
1: like, you drugs oh like my God. yeah like it she has like, money for that like that i always get up caught up in the dumb things like yeah i'm sure this production assistant who doesn't make crap is going to give you her cocaine like that makes real sense like
0: <laughs> did you see how much coke she handed her yeah and you see that bit and you see it being empty on the table and you're like really if Th- she had that's,
1: had a that cocaine, that's a lot that's a lot especially from someone who'd never done it before it's it like was- it was pretty un- um, unbelievable and to me in this day and age like even you take a show like that 70s show and the way that they portrayed marijuana even though they couldn't they never really said it was exactly what they were doing they always danced around it they portrayed it pretty accurately like thinking that your viewers too stupid to have seen like even like blow or some sort of other like depiction of this like even if they'd never seen it in their real life like let's get a little bit more real i know it's soaps and we've had aliens and you know vampires uh come through there but come on
0: (laughs) i know i know well so so hopefully when we get general hospital back that won't be there
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, I do kind of hope that we get a time jump,, uh, but we'd get some flashbacks to the courtroom because that's that's kind of what I'm hoping. like because to me, the way that they ended it, with uh Nina going to testify. I was like I give them credit. Like that was a smart uh cliffhanger because we do yeah, kind of wonder which was. way she's going to go. Yeah. And was. this was the big storyline even though it's ridiculous that now Nell's married Julian. And that's something that I feel like they changed last minute too because I feel like they set it up to be Valentine and then went a different direction. And I think it's cuz it's like let's not torture him with that storyline. It's more fun to torture Julian. Uh he's not really, you know, going in a better direction like valentine is
0: yeah i just what do you i mean julian 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 gets a lot of screen time and i i think he's i i like the character and um will is great but you know he gets a lot of screen time and i wonder what they're gonna do with him when they come back somebody likes him a lot there they write a lot for him
1: yeah i feel like he he's a character that they don't know what to do with but he's always around like always around yeah and, and it's sad because I, I like Will too and uh, the character of Julian Jerome had a lot of potential, but like I feel like they always sort of like, he, you know, is redeemed and he's doing better and then they have him do something atrocious. Like he's redeemed and he's doing better and then they have him do something atrocious. I at least liked him, in, him and Brad as a team and even when they sort of like had at odds because I will say the dick pic thing was hilarious. I was like, you know, this is sort of racy for like a soap, but like it was fun. Funny. like I'm like I give like I liked their relationship and sort of them being involved with the Wiley situation but that like was, it
0: was great I yeah I thought they I thought they lost Julian with Alexis when he put the knife to her neck I think he, they, he lost yeah. me then and I think they've tried to redeem him I just think again like be careful as you know as a writer to take a character too far down that road that it's you have to work so hard to get the the viewer to like him again or to even tolerate him again. And, and we did, I mean, that's the thing we did. And then he like, and then he does the breaks and, yeah, that, like he became a murderer again and it was like
1: yikes yeah as i say they do too many like twists and turns with his character that it's like okay how are you gonna dig him out of this hole now like and, right and, and i will say like the the way that they've done valentine and franco is on the flip side of how you do that well like you yep. have them face their consequences and see what they've done and try to be better people like and that's what we're seeing we saw yeah. with franco and now franco to me is the romantic lead of the show and i feel like well, they see that Val too we know, we know how you feel about yeah. Roger
0: Yeah. So just regardless of what We're afraid he's gonna be the romantic lead No matter what to you Yeah him and
1: James <laughs> Patrick so I was like well I guess in my mind but to, but to be honest it's like Frizz is the only like stable couple Besides Ned and Olivia Like and actually seeing romance A little bit and that's the sad part Cause I'm like I don't think that was the intention But it's just the truth cause I mean We don't like to me Jason and Sonny's Relationships just aren't really doing that like and oh God, i know that that's nothing. or with michael it's like i'm sorry i get you we want to you know do the younger set but who do we have like you know chase well, what, was great like and to me chase i guess could fit in that category but yeah it's like well, I, I think you know you have franco and valentine sadly are the more romantic and you know stable of the characters i know i know and
0: valentine's kind of like a, again when they had a push ava yeah push ava off Like, the parakeet, like, no, like, that, don't do that. And at least
1: he faced consequences with his kid there. And that's what I'll say. Same thing with Franco. It's like, we've seen him do something despicable and then be like, oh, my God, what did I do? I can't be that person. Like, and that's all you need. Like, and that's like what Katie was asking with Tad. It's like, okay, this is awful, but we need to address it. Like. Well, and then what
0: happened?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And I do get that they don't always let Sonny and Jason address their atrocities either. um, But it's one of those that we've just come to accept that. that Yeah, we have. yeah. Yeah, we have. they're gonna kill people and never go to prison for very long and that's just the way that it is
0: (laughs) the good news is i think that we can expect dom to come back when we resume don't you think i mean because he said that he wants to come back so they'd be i'm sure they there's an open door and i think it would be great to revisit him and lulu and you know seeing seeing the character i love lulu i love lulu as a character i think she's great
1: i will say like lulu is a character that i you know have had a love-hate relationship from the get-go of having more of an adult as much i like both actresses julie and um emmy and i feel like they have their own different interpretations and i like that she exists but there's a a lot less of her spencer side these days that i kind of hope to see her with like the fighting with brooklyn is funny and that's why i really do hope uh dante is back because i think that there were relationship is you know interesting and and him being sort of a catalyst just like dusty um it'll be it'll be fun and and like we say like with Dante his relationship with Sonny to me is the most important and I feel like he's needed there for the ending with his father and and it's one of those you know that'll be you know definitely Emmy worthy there and like you say I think there's an open door policy with Dom because he left you know by choice to try and pursue other things and you know if he's ready to come home, we're all ready to open our arms for him again.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent.
1: Because, yeah, watching when he got shot.
0: As they say, we have to stay tuned.
1: (laughs) And so so do you have any other predictions of what you think? I mean, obviously, we think Dante will come back. And do you think that they'll time jump or no? I
0: I don't. I don't.
1: You think Um, they'll just go straight into where they were?
0: Yeah, I do. I hope they obviously tweak it. Um, and they can let go of certain things, but I, I don't see a time
1: jump. Yeah, like, when I've seen that they may be playing the last few episodes, like, again, it does make me think that it might possibly be, like, pick up at least close to where they left off, which is unfortunate, because I think there were a few things that we kind of wish, but like we say with Sasha, it's like, oh, she never does cocaine again, and it's never brought up, cool. Or, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Maxie's absolutely. not pregnant, like... <laughs> Who's not pregnant? Well, um I, a lot of people have speculated that Maxie's pregnant based on what the last episode kind of showed of her feeling oh, right. sick. Yep, and I'm like, that's right. I honestly feel like that was simply just to troll people and keep them talking till it came back. Like,
0: <laughs> oh god, I mean, the thought of Peter being like a permanent fixture on that show just is so depressing. <laughs> it's so depressing i mean again don't want anyone to lose a job but boy that that is just not a good story
1: yeah and it's another one of those kind of like with julian where they they tried too many different things and then they dug him in. like they'd go this direction where he's being better and then they dig him another hole without much consequence or like even sitting there because to me a consequence is also you sitting there and dealing with what you've done like you know i get that not everyone can go to jail and you know like pay pay or but like you know losing a because to me it's like you have the death of morgan or the death of kiki like those are consequences to the corinthos clan and the jeromes for some of their bad behavior in a degree but with peter that's- the problem is he always wins and you're like why like it's not like he's a cool bad guy
0: no he's not i mean i don't i yeah that that that's been the worst character um to me they created like i just think they should you know just let that one go let that one go. <laughs> I mean, that would... I just... Yeah, no. I don't... I'm just not a fan. Not a fan of Peter.
1: Yeah, and to me, I, I would rather see Ulbricht and Brad get out of jail and be back on canvas because they're more like, like your medium bad guys. Like... <laughs>
0: Well, and people said, like, why isn't Lucas involved with the... the I mean, like, it makes no sense that Lucas is the one that had the baby. He's the one that suffered the greatest loss, and then he's not even part of the story. Yeah,
1: and if we were going to have an addiction storyline, why not Lucas? Lucas's life is in the crapper. He's lost his husband, he's lost (laughs) his son, and he's a doctor. Like, that would have been an interesting hospital-like thing, and it could have involved, like, making a friendship with Finn, who's also gone through that. Like, he could be drinking on the job, or... You know, again, something more, you know, getting addicted to pills. I mean, we had, like, right. a great one with, uh, Lo- uh, with Lucky. Sorry, I almost called him, uh, I call my dog, Loki. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, no, Lucky. Like, and I will say, like, they've done that well in the past. And to me, having him be a doctor and involving the hospital, like, that, that would have been a way to go. Because, too, it makes sense why he would want to do drugs. <laughs> like...
0: No, that that's actually a great opportunity. Yeah, that, yeah. and I, I don't know where the actor's been because Lucas hasn't been part of any of that. And yeah, Ryan Carnes really...
1: works a lot and he's not on contract, I don't think. So it's one of those that I think it's more of his availability. But sometimes I don't think they try hard enough to involve certain people that make sense to be involved. Like I will never forgive them for not having a moment with Scotty and Franco after the whole like memory swap thing.
0: It's moments like that. It's it's um, it's it is unforgivable. Like that, they don't play moments like that. And uh, so many fans wondered where Scotty was. Yeah, you know, where, I mean, why wouldn't you have him have that moment with Franco? It makes you you know you put them together. Okay, they give him they give uh, Chin a son. Chin sells it. He plays it. So you believe it. And then they don't they don't give you that moment. It's just. No, it's
1: just wrong. Yeah, they had some of their best scenes in the courtroom. And I thought, like, when Franco was Drew, as ridiculous as that was, the moments where he always sort of understood Scotty's position and those were great and w- we all love Morgan so like and why not bring someone like Serena back like i i mean they could recast like it's it's a character that's been away but now she's got Lucy and Scotty on and Kevin on canvas so it would make yeah, sense she's yeah she's alive most yeah.
0: importantly she's alive <laughs> they didn't kill her you know what i mean like we yeah. can't get kiki we can't get morgan like morgan's going to come back eventually right because they never found the body
1: yeah that's true it was like uh, right? and, and it was smart of to play that but yeah like I, and i'm curious to see if brian craig would come back because he was perfect
0: oh god he was yeah. so good wow he's so good and like is is Britt gonna come back because she's we, you know she was on for a hot minute and then you know she gave us a little taste of something with with julian this, i julian, actually liked they that were so oh they were on fire i mean i like them a lot more than i like her julian with um Quartermain,
1: um Brooklyn or yeah. Yeah, or, Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn
0: seems way too young. Way too young.
1: Well, and she I think, dated Clint on uh One Life to Live, so like it wouldn't be the their biggest cat.
0: She's terrific. She yeah, is I what like is the
1: actors. do you know the actresses? Amanda uh Sutton, yeah.
0: She's terrific. I I watched her also on the um She was on
1: Mindy Project, Mindy. I like that. Yeah, yeah Mindy Project. Yeah, she was it. terrific yeah.
0: on the Mindy Project. I love She's,
1: that show. Oh yeah. love it. Love
0: it, love it, love it. Yeah. I mean, so Britt was great. Where's she? Yeah. It was like there. We got excited. There's so much stuff with Nicholas to play. It's just like all good stuff. And then second later she was like gone off screen She yeah. up for boston off screen and that was like, so
1: odd and to me because everybody so likes odd. her and to me to play they need to play out her and Julian with brad like because it's like he would be shocked and 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 those characters have such a fun relationship and yeah and she's someone who wants to come back so i do hope that you know again barring like people's schedules we need to get these characters involved and maybe do more of these like side characters here or there with the way that things are. I mean, I know that, you know, budgets and guarantees are a thing, but uh, this is what people want. And, you know, it's not that difficult to do.
0: And also, like, not everyone has to be the, you know, the character actors like Ruby. Ruby who was better than Ruby on General Hospital you know it's like you know Jesse like we had all these wonderful characters and they weren't the main characters but they were the supporting cast and I'll tell you you need a good strong supporting cast yeah. and supporting players and they fill out the story and uh I think that's we're missing that we're I think we're really missing those supporting players right now
1: yeah, and to me, that's always the best, like, because you, you need the best support, and whether, you know, it's a an you know, hour-long drama or a daytime soap, that's where the meat is, and, you know, General Hospital has a great supporting cast, they just need to use them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there you go, they're
1: all there, they're just yeah. on camera. But yeah, as we try to wrap up here, where can they keep up the conversation with you if other people want to talk soaps with you, Susan?
0: Oh my God! Please uh, tweet me at Susan Eisenberg One, and I'm on Instagram Susan Eisenberg One. Um, I have a website that's SusanEisenbergVoice.com. dot But please, anybody who's out there <laughs> listening, if they want to talk about soap, guiding light, as the world turns, I mean Ryan Soap, anything, please send me a send me a tweet. I'd love to talk more soaps.
1: All right, well, thank you so much for doing this. And since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet, since there is only one. Thank you so much for listening to Believe in Soap Operas. If you're not subscribed to the show, be sure to hit the button so you get new episodes each week in the feed of your favorite podcasting app. Like us, write us, have something to say, leave us a review. Next week, we have the return of the bold and the beautiful and how they fare with the new COVID guidelines. Stay tuned.